Hey, this is Ashley. Hey, this is Marcy. And this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week in Mentor Moment, I wanted to do a throwback to last week's episode. Last week, we had a tough conversation about Black women, supervision, and the world to work. We know there's a public conversation going on about some of the challenges and opportunities that exist between Black women in working relationships. And we know at the end of the year with annual reviews and bonuses and raises, or maybe not, there's a lot of pressure and maybe even a lot of hurt feelings and some frustration around those relationships. So we wanna invite you to talk back to us. Let us know if you're a black woman who supervises other black women or men, or let us know if you are a professional who's supervised by a black woman, and let us know what that relationship is looking like. We wanna know what's working well. We wanna know what's challenging. We wanna know if there's anything that your supervisor has specifically done to make you feel included, connected, supported, and what's well-served, or if you think that there's um, anything that your supervisors have been doing that has really made that relationship challenging. We know that that is a tough and vulnerable conversation, but we know that this is also a community where we serve each other and support each other, even in challenging times. So we invite you to talk back to us. You can do that in our email and email us at hello at schoolandlifepod.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at schoolandlifepod.com. Or you can message us on Instagram at schoolandlifepodcast. That's at S-C-H-O-L-I-N life podcast on Instagram. Um, we, of course, will um, keep your comments anonymous and we never share your name or your um, workplace on the show, but we do want to invite you to help us continue this conversation um, because we think that it's one that um, we definitely want to be a part of. Both Marcy and I um, have been supervised, well, Marcy has been supervised by a Black woman and we've both supervised Black women. And so we want to um, just continue that conversation and invite you into it as well. So reach out to us via email at hello at schoolonlifepod.com or you can reach out to us um, on Instagram. This uh, post or this episode is posted on Instagram um, and you can DM us or type in the comments if you if you want it to be public and we're looking forward uh, to continuing the conversation and hearing from you. So next up is I Digress. And in the spirit of the Christmas holiday, we thought that we talk about failed traditions. On this week's episode, um, we talk about the traditions that we left behind. For you, maybe it's been trimming the tree, leaving cookies out for Santa, waking up at the crack of dawn to open presents and house hopping throughout the holiday season. But Marcy and I are wondering if people even do that anymore. So listen, as we talk about some of the failed traditions that maybe have fallen off and the things that we've left behind. Growing up in my house, um, all of the things that I described in the intro were definitely a part of um, like what the holiday looked like. Uh, Fires in the fireplace, uh, you know, going out to um, the tree farm and getting a tree and strap, you know, rolling it in the back of the van or strapping it to the top of the car. Uh, We would trim the tree, um, you know, and put all the decorations on it. Uh, we would, um, you know, leave out cookies for Santa, not necessarily fresh baked ones. I mean, honestly, we were leaving out Oreos, but we would definitely do that. Um, we wake up at the crack of dawn to open presents. I'm talking about like the sun is not even up and uh, me and my six younger siblings would be sitting around the Christmas tree waiting uh, for like pleading with our parents to wake up so that we can open gifts. Um, and um, I feel like my 
Christmas experience as a child is very nostalgic. It's something that like I really hold dear. I'm so glad I have those memories and we have those traditions. Um, and it's exciting to like talk about them, you know, now being many years older uh, than I was when we started those traditions when I was younger. Um, but it, it's definitely nostalgic to look back on. So what about you, Marcy? Like growing up, uh, what did the end of the year holiday look like in your house? Similar, but probably just on a smaller scale. So I have a pretty small um, immediate family. So we would gather, um, we had no fireplace, so when no fire crackling in the fireplace. But of course, like decorations and for a long time, uh, my younger cousin still believed in Santa. And so we would do all the festivities around, you know, Santa Claus company. But we also had a pretty um, specific tradition around opening gifts on Christmas Eve. And, oh, I just realized I'm getting a little emotional because um, the last holiday that I got to spend with my grandmother before she passed was Christmas. And some of the pictures that we have um, with her were from that last Christmas that we spent together on Christmas Eve. So that's a really pretty important tradition when it comes to Christmas of um, just having that time where we open one gift on Christmas Eve and then we get up the next day and finish that. Of course, like cooking is a really big thing in our family. So there's always a, a large, larger than the family <laughs> meal that is cooked for Christmas. And um, I have this Christmas album that now with Spotify and everything, you just find it on there, but it's like soulful Christmas that we would always listen to. And so having the music blasting through the house. And those are things that I really do just hold dear. Like I love the intimacy of our little family. Um, I love like having that time to gather and then having those the morning together and eating the food. Um, and so that's always just been really special and truly something I'm grateful for. So because we didn't have a lot of traditions, I just hold them all <laughs> near and dear to my heart. And um, we also started kind of later in life taking pictures to commemorate those days. And I don't think that was something that happened early. But now that I'm reflecting on it, like those Christmas pictures are also really important. Um, what about you, Ashley? Like, what are specific traditions that you hold dear? We have a Christmas pickle in my family. Um, it's a plastic ornament that's shaped like a pickle and we pull out the Christmas pickle and my dad hides the Christmas pickle in the tree. We always have a real tree. It's like, like, a, like it's, you know, we go out to the tree farm, we get a real tree, we put it up, like no fake trees in um, the Adams household. And in fact, when I showed my dad my tree this year and uh, my boyfriend and I have a fake tree, he was like, you want raised like that. Like he literally was like, what is, what is this? Like you want raised like that. Um, so he dragged me and it's fine. Um, I'm trying to compromise, but, uh, but we, he has a Christmas pickle and then we on Christmas morning or no, is it, is it Christmas morning? Yeah. I think on Christmas morning, after we open gifts, then everybody searches for the Christmas pickle and whoever finds it gets um gold dollars like this like silver dollars or gold dollars or whatever it is um and so like that was a big big tradition growing up like and I don't like I don't know where this Christmas pickle comes from like I don't know like what it's about or whatever but it was just the funnest thing like it was just I don't know I loved it um we 
uh, 10 years ago, my mom died. And after she passed, we started doing Secret Santa. So for the last 10 years, we've done Secret Santa. There's a lot of us. And so trying to get everybody a Christmas gift is just like, girl, blow your, blow the bank, right? So we um, don't do that anymore. Everybody gets one person. We have a $50 limit. And then we everybody gets everybody a gift. Um, but we always blow the, um, we always totally blow the budget. Everybody always spends lots and lots of money on each other, which I love. I love that we always enforce a $50 rule. And then I love that everybody always breaks it. I think that that is just so like a testimony to like how like we care about and support each other. Um, so I just love that. Um, and yeah. And so, and it's like a big deal. Like we, we announce who everybody has for secret Santa immediately after Thanksgiving, you have from after Thanksgiving to Christmas to get your gifts. Most of the time we've come home, but you know, as people get older, not everybody's able to come home, et cetera, et cetera. So this year there was a lot of mailing damn UPS or USPS. Um, cause they out here struggling. I don't know if I'm gonna get my gifts, but I did, uh, just text my dad, uh, before recording and he affirmed that my gifts did arrive. So it's a huge box for my secret Santa. Cannot wait for them to open them. But, um, but yeah, I, I love that tradition. Um, so we were able to continue to celebrate even, um, in my mom's absence. And that's something I'm really like, I'm grateful for and proud of. And I think though, I fear, that some of our traditions are falling off the radar. Like, I don't know if they're going to do Christmas pickle this year uh, because of COVID. Um, I'm not going home for Christmas. And so I'm just worried that they won't do it. I like keep calling my dad, like, are y'all going to do this? Are y'all going to do that? Like just trying to keep the tradition. I don't know why I'm so pressed about it, but like, I don't know. I, I'm like a, I love a good rule. I love a good tradition. I love a good framework. Um, so I just don't want things to fall off. I don't know. Like for you, Marcy, like, have the, any of the traditions in your family fallen off um, this year or just like over the years? Yeah, I mean, with us being so small, right, it's difficult to gather as much. Um, like my mom and I live in a different state. My grandmother isn't here any longer. And so the gathering part just looks and feels different. So there's still food. Um, and we just don't do as much. Like we don't spend a as much money on gifts anymore. That's just not, in my adult age, that's just not something that I get excited about. Like, I don't need you to buy me anything. And so even like that Christmas tradition, that Christmas Eve tradition of opening gifts just isn't the same. So things have fallen off for sure. And I think specifically with this year, like with COVID, things just look different. And like, we probably won't gather at all. Um, which I guess is consistent with some of the traditions falling off but for a more specific reason of not being able to gather. We won't do that. So it'll likely just be my husband and I and my dog hanging out, spending time together. Um, and that's okay with me. Like we'll get on a Zoom maybe and call and just see how family are, is doing. But um, yeah, it'll look a little bit different. And I think that one of the things that I've incorporated that has been fun for me is not just the Christmas morning celebration, but like the leading up to it. So my husband has always gotten real trees. So he's similar to you, Ashley. And so a few years ago, we decided that we would always have real trees in our house, even though we had like this beautiful, massive pre-lit fake tree that someone had given us. And I was really excited to put it up. He's like, no, we got to have a real tree. So we've been going to the tree farm, cutting down <laughs> trees every year. And with the trimmings, I make a reef out of it. And so um, that's been a lot of fun every year. I have a homemade reef that I make 
And uh, we also have this like pseudo tradition of going after Christmas and shopping all the discounted decorations and things. So that for the following year, when we get ready to decorate the tree, we have that as well. Um, so that's really, that's been a lot of fun and exciting. So now we have all of these ornaments that we don't really use and or need because we just got them because they were like a dollar <laughs> next day. <laughs> but that is a lot of fun. Um, it's been it's been nice to build new traditions with my husband and think about like how we want to carry those into the future as well. Um, are there any new things that you're incorporating this year that you hope to transition into traditions? I love that you just called you and Mr. Marcy mini hoarders. That's the thing that I'm like reflecting on in this moment, but yes, uh, new traditions. Um, I don't know that they're new, but I definitely am, you know, like taking some of the, my family traditions and trying to incorporate them into, um, my present life with my partner. So like the real tree thing, I think, I think what we're going to do is every other year is what I am. I feel like that's a good compromise. Like he talked about allergies and the smell of pine. And I'm like, this is important to me. So I think we'll do every other year. You can take an allergy pill or something. I don't know. You'll be okay. So I think we're going to do every other year. I'm trying to bring that in. I don't know that I'll bring in Christmas pickle, but I am absolutely bringing in um, waking up at the crack of dawn to open gifts, sitting around um, and like opening your gift and then like getting all excited and all that stuff. And then another tradition that happens in my family that I didn't talk about uh, earlier is like we then make breakfast and it's like a big breakfast pancakes eggs bacon cinnamon rolls I mean like literally every breakfast food we make <laughs> we make it all together and we just have a long long breakfast and sit around in our pjs and play with our new toys and do all of our new things and it's all very exciting for everyone so that is what I'm planning as well um, I'm really excited about that um, so no new traditions per se I think I'm just trying to extend the existing traditions to my new family uh my new family structure um and i think that like that's advice that i would consider you um applying right like if you feel like oh this year i'm not able to go to grandma's house like i'm not able to house hop uh you know this kind of thing like i encourage you to like like just see how you can um it's like just shift the, the tradition right so like if you're not able to go over there can like you um you know give her a call and just like be on speaker for 40 minutes while she talk to like while she prep the food or whatever like or you know if you can't like house hop can you like get everybody on a group facetime or group zoom and just like tell old stories or whatever or can you like extend the traditions that you typically would have with your family maybe you hang up your christmas pickle on your little Charlie Brown tree that you got from the Dollar Tree and you just make it work. Like, I I just, I don't want you to lose the traditions. I encourage you to just figure out ways to extend them into whatever is going on in your life right now. Um, but as we digress, Marcy, what advice would you give to our listeners who feel like they're missing out on traditions this year? This Christmas pickle is cracking me up because I just, <laughs> I'm really just trying to imagine and all the things I'm imagining are not coming up as <laughs> anything. <laughs> that I would think of. Anyway, I think that just reminding yourself that this is a pause, this is temporary, and that you can hold on to the traditions that you've had in the past. And maybe next year, hopefully, we will be able to redo those traditions. But similar to what Ashley said, it's how do you extend it? How do you still make it be a tradition, start your new tradition? Um, 
enhance that tradition just virtually, just like we've done everything else this year. But also just remembering you don't have to let it go. Christmas will look different, maybe for a lot of people, Christmas will look different. For some people, Christmas will look exactly the same because that is the truth. Um, but the more that you can try to just pause it or enhance it for this year, I think that that'll be okay and recognize that it's okay for your Christmas or for your holiday to not look the same as it would typically look every year. Yeah. I love the idea of like, it's okay that it doesn't look the same. And we digress. So next up is All Black Everything. Marcy, what do you have for us this week? So this week in All Black Everything, like I mentioned earlier in the year, I like to shout out Black-owned businesses that allow you to support and shop for the holiday season. And while you all will be hearing this a little bit close to Christmas, so it may be a little late to be buying things, that doesn't mean that you cannot still support Black businesses. So I mentioned Black Mat Yoga maybe several episodes ago. I'm not sure quite what the timeline was, but the owner of Black Mat, Black Mat Yoga put out a Black Wellness Holiday Guide for this year. And I just thought that it was the most cute thing ever. And I had the honor of being featured in the guide. So I wanted to share it with you all as well, because there are coupon codes and there are different access to things that can be made available to you. So um, all of these organizations, companies, businesses are black owned and they offer a variety of different wellness services. So there's life coaching um, that just talks about like processing through childhood traumas and having the audacity to hope and having the audacity to go after your dreams or um, that she works with school networks and organizations. Like she does a wealth of different things. And so you can get 10% off of a workshop or a coaching session. There are vegan um, lifestyle brands on here that have like moisturizing hand sanitizers that meets CDC standards, all kinds of things that are made with vegan ingredients, lip balms that are wax free and petroleum free. I know y'all love y'all petroleum jelly, but <laughs> we can do better. Um, you get 15% off of those items there's a love yourself shop that also has like um they have wine they have t-shirts and they're all based on having like affirmations and you can get 10% off of your purchase um actually just kidding that's gonna be too late for y'all but still check out the website and <laughs> check it out um there's Brooklyn Tea there is Team Bailey Fitness there is the nice plant that is a black owned plant business that talks about plant care and all of those things. There are um, fashion boutiques. There is a wealth of information on here and a wealth of business. And so I would definitely encourage you all to check it out. We will be adding the link into the show notes, but you can also go to blackmat.yoga.com and check out their blog where the Black Wellness Holiday Guide is located. And of course, following them on social media at black.mat.yoga.com yoga will also get you that information um check those out take advantage of your discounts for the holiday season and that is all for all back everything thanks marcy um and I, I hopped into a live that you all did uh just the other day um for a few minutes and um the breathing exercises and like the way that you guys entered the space was really awesome so um, i'm not sure if that was shared but um or saved i mean so that people can go back and watch it 
Yep, they're all, so that would, thank you for bringing that up. So what he did um, was each person that was in the guide has the opportunity to do an IG Live. And yes, we did one last week and I think there are several other people. I know that he was doing the nice plant right after me. So if you go to black.mac.yoga on Instagram, all of the IG Lives will be posted on there as well as all of the details are featured for each one of the places and how to get access to your discount. Yes, um, we know it's trendy to like, you know, get well, get fit um, for the new year, but it's also healthy. <laughs> so just do it like, you know, don't even try to buck against the trend, just get well. Um, and that's a great place to start. And it's truly all black everything. So thanks, Marcy. And in TVT this week, um, we wanted to talk about uh, and share our recommendations for shows that you should binge over the holiday break. Uh, we want to invite you to binge uh, the following shows and share with us maybe what shows uh, you're binging or which ones you think we should binge so that we have plenty to talk about in the new year. Um, so I've, I've mentioned this uh, I think on the show before, but I have been binging Army Wives. Uh, I've been binging it on uh, Roku. So I don't actually watch a ton on Roku, but um, but I've been binging it on there. I am, I think I just started season five and I think maybe they have like six or so seasons, but love it, love the show. Um, I have mixed feelings about the armed forces in the United States, but Army Wives is super cute. Um, and I really love the dynamic of the women. Um, you know, on the show. Also our fave and our problematic fave, Sterling K. Brown is a star in the show. He uh, played in the show for, I think all the seasons. Um, and he is, you know, we know he's a dynamic author or author, uh, actor, excuse me. Um, and we, we love us some Sterling, even though he is very problematic. <laughs> we love, uh, his characters are problematic, not him specifically um but we uh I love him in Army Wives so you should definitely check that out it's good to binge it's like fun it's lighthearted. it's got enough drama to keep you interested but I highly 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 recommend it definitely think you should watch and binge that um I also know Marcy that you've been um watching The Crown um and I think you're just into maybe the early into it but is it a show that you'd recommend folks binge depends on what you enjoy so it definitely um is more of a historical kind of show and so if you enjoy the history of things it's it has a little scandal but it's not super scandalous there aren't cliffhangers at the end of every episode so I'm nosy so I will keep watching it just because I'm curious but um but yeah I would recommend it everyone thinks it's popular and I think I mentioned before this new season has Princess Diana on it and I feel like Princess Diana was more of our time like she was someone that kind of impacted our lives and so that may be even more interesting too. Yeah I um I'm excited I'm considering watching it but mostly for um the fashion you know the fashion the looks the jewelry the glitz the glam the bling that's kind of what I want to see so I might watch it for those purposes only. Um, and then another show, it's a newer show, but I definitely encourage you to um, binge it because not enough of y'all are watching it. It's all rise. It's on CBS and it's so, so good. A female, um, black female judge um, is the lead character and she is just a freaking rock star. More people need to be paying attention to her. And y'all know we love a... Uh, um, 
a court slash police slash, you know, uh, law and order-esque drama over here. And the fact that it has a black female lead um, and it's talking about like social justice issues of today and how those are navigated in the court and legal system, I think is really, really good. So I'm excited to um, recommend that um, and encourage y'all to watch. So um, I think we've given you a little drama. We've given you a little history. We've given you a little fun loving. You can even support the United States um, <laughs> through watching Army Wise. I mean, you can do it all uh, in these binge shows. And then if you have anything that you think we should be watching or binging um, so that we can talk about it in the new year, absolutely let us know. Um, and we'll add it to our long cues. <laughs> and we'll talk about it on the show. You can email us recommendations at hello at schoolandlifepod.com or hit us up on Instagram, hit us up in the DMs and we will um, we will respond to those as well. Um, you should know that we will have a new episode next week. Um, so we'll be uh, recording a new episode um, next week. So that, that'll be the last episode of 2020, which is wild. Um, we made it. <laughs> that'll be the last uh, episode of the uh, year and then you can catch us um, in 2021 with our first episode that will launch on January 5th um, as we wrap up uh, this week's episode um, I encourage you to share School of Life with a friend share it with someone you know um, we are always looking to grow the School of Life family and that starts with our existing class and our existing audience so please share it with someone um, that you know could use a little bit more conversation about life, love, or occasionally libations in their life. That wraps up this week's episode. Have an amazing week. School's out. Class dismissed.